<laughs> What's the matter, Knox? Nobody likes me. Yeah, everyone tweet at Knox. What's your Twitter handle? The Knox Man. The Knox Man. Tell him you don't like listening to him. <laughs> what kind of intro is that? Hype drop! Okay, hype drop! Hold up! Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. To the hype. Damn, I said the hype drop. To hype drop the podcast. Welcome to hype drop. That's the hype drop podcast. Practitioners and other people around you the world. Tell us what you guys want it to be because I was telling Knox and Dylan that I like just straight out hype drop. I'm, oh, I'm on. I'm on board. I'm on that. board. But there's also here. contention because there's some people that are saying hype drop podcast and some other people saying the hype drop podcast. I, I mean, I don't like the the. Man. We are the one and only hype drop podcast, but. It's Hydra. There's no other Hydra totally podcast. There's no other. Did you guys catch? There's no other Hydra. Well, actually, I like Hydra. Ca- did you catch the Hydra? See, I don't like it as much as did you get Hydra? Did you? But if you think about it, do you catch the podcast? So depends it on the sentence, in, I guess. Yeah. Did you catch the Hydra song? Like, if you like to say, "Did you catch the fill in the blank?" You're gonna yeah, say. Yeah, you want to say the fill in the blank <laughs> something? I still think catch first. works with. Did you catch Hydra this week? <laughs> okay, okay. But people Just don't guess. always catch sounds. I guess we don't have really a whole lot of control over this. I guess if people start saying one thing or the other, just just write in the just comments. Battle at it. Hashtag whoever has the more hashtags of either height drop or the height drop wins. We'll look it up later <laughs> in life. Um, like it after we post it. No, I'm, I don't know. I don't even know where you can look that up. I guess you could like look it on Twitter and see on or Instagram. Oh, you're talking about like an accumulation of hashtags. Accumulation, yeah. It's whoever's. Ooh, this could be army this of, could be an interesting it's a, a war battle we have going between on. the and no the high drops. <laughs> Pick a side, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, um, so we got some some mundane topics. We got some mundanes. <laughs> we got some I don't know grievances <laughs> to air. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see how this one goes. It's gonna sound like us bitching. It's gonna time. sound like us bitching about all the. Stuff that annoys us. But dude, the thing is, it happens every time we train. This is true. This like, is universal. Maybe 99% These are universally of the time. shared annoyances by the parkour practitioner around the globe. And, and we're uh, starting with hecklers? Or? We're starting with hecklers. Might as well. That's like a huge one. So. Hey, do a backflip. <laughs> what's your least favorite one? <laughs> that like, one's pretty bad. Do a backflip? Dude, hardcore parkour. Hardcore par- parkour, parkour, parkour is my least favorite by that far That is the worst. That's the one that everyone thinks of first. Or just maybe even... The thing is, just parkour, just parkour is annoying. Is, that's the most annoying. People just drive by and they're like, parkour! parkour! That's pretty bad. I actually have said this many times. I fucking hate the word parkour now. <laughs> I just can't stand it because I've heard it too many times. It's kind of a ridiculous word. The way it sounds. It's, it's just like All words are ridiculous like, if you think about them. But. This is true. You have to but, wonder like... It confuses everyone. You're like, I'm parkouring right now. I'm going to go do parkour. Like, somebody that doesn't do parkour, they don't really know how you're supposed to say it, and then it just pisses you off. Your girlfriend like, oh, just you're says, a- oh, you're parkouring today, and I'm like, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, yeah, it's rough. When you meet a girl, you're like into her, and you're like, she's like, what do you do? Uh, I do parkour. Oh, parkour, parkour. Oh, like, that's the uh, first thing that comes over out from the beginning. Right oh, there. bro. Uh, no, I give them, I give them at least a few a few strikes. Do you? Yeah, I have to. They don't know any better. <laughs> it depends. It depends on Slam how, how cute they fist are. Fist on the table and slam it down. I don't. 
<laughs> Let me be clear, though. I don't just ignore it. I call them out. I'm like, don't you dare do that again. <laughs> don't ever say parkour, parkour, or hardcore, parkour, ever again. Or just the <laughs> and word. don't yell parkour. Please don't. Oh, God, it's terrible. Um, so this is not going to be really good because no one's, everyone that lis- is listening is, not, is already aware of this. They're aware of this. I just don't like it because I just want to yell at them and be like, standing, watching, just comment on what they're doing that's completely normal. You know, like, I guess it's... I just wonder, like, did it ever happen with other activities? It didn't. Like, it, skateboarding? Like, okay. no skateboarding! Dude, like, did that they, ever they, they get hecklers, but they don't get them the, as, the same way, I don't think. Because skateboarders, like, skateboarders are getting the backflip one. They're getting, do a kickflip. Oh, yeah, They're getting, sure. like, or if you do... Um, I don't know. Anything that, like, is on the street, I guess. Like, people would ask you to do bullsh- random bullshit. So, people are down with that. However... But is there any other activity... There's no other activity that people that just scream out the activity. The activity's name? Like, you, like you just... Chess! Like, chess! Bro! You see someone playing chess in the park? <laughs> chess! <laughs> Woo! Oh, man. It's funny because it pisses us off a lot. But often enough, they probably have, like... Pure intentions. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> they're just stoked. like stoked a little bit. They're like, cool. Or they might be just dicks. And that's eventually um, what they all sound like. Dude, I'm never nice to them. I, I've gotten to a point where I'm just not nice to those people anymore. I mean, sometimes I just won't even respond. I'll ignore them. But if I'm in the wrong mood, I will just, I'll just be like, fuck you. And that's like, it's probably not the best thing for parkour, but sometimes that's I'm not just good like, for the, the... it's not, it's not good. But there have been times where I've definitely maybe that's said why that. skateboarders have such an edge and like a uh, reputation is they got sick of it, and they that that's why like they uh, <laughs> they're subversive in the culture. I don't know. There's what can we do about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean maybe we could we just gotta start a we, Twitter. Maybe we need hashtag to address. Don't say parkour. Hashtag no. like silence is golden. <laughs> <laughs> when you see shit, you know, just this goes across all disciplines. No, dude, I think it's just gonna have to gradually fade over time. Dude, oh, we can man. maybe you could address each individual. Okay, well, one that was one of the things that I have like it, I take issue with. Um, not issue. Distractions are big, man. Dude, people will scream stuff in the middle of your moves. <laughs> I've got so much footage of me just like middle of the jump, some guy going. Woo! Oh, <laughs> that one dude was that like, one guy was like, Spider-Man! oh, Spider-Man! <laughs> dude, it was actually pretty funny, and I had to like actually sit him down, not sit him down, but I was like, thanks for the support, man. Don't yell at people when they're doing <laughs> stuff, though. That stuff is scary. Like, yeah. that in particular wasn't that scary. I was like, but I could be, high, if I was any higher off the ground, I got startled. Yeah. That was intense. It was really loud and high-pitched, might I add. Yeah. So my uh, my favorite heckling story um, oh, is, is with uh, Will James. Uh, Will's like <laughs> an OG. I don't know if he trains anymore. He's up in California now, but he's one of the first people I trained with. Um, but he was just doing the... I wasn't there, but he, there was a Facebook video of it. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, but he was doing just this little diving front over a rail into like some grass. And right in the middle of his flip... Some guy's like, it's going to hurt. <laughs> and I always say that and I was like, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. He just like says it like all, I don't know, just the funniest voice. And right as he says that, Will just lands like feet and then ass and just bounces. <laughs> like, 
Half so a he was right. It's just the funniest looking video. I wish, I don't know. Maybe you can find it on his Facebook page or something, but. Um, Dude, that's do, like the biggest thing, man. Like, so now I'm not as aggressive towards people. Like, I, I mean, I'm usually not. I have been caught in those times where I've just been like, fuck off. But most of the time, I'm a lot cooler about it. It only bothers me when they're referring, they're like, you're going to like break your arm or like there's just they're like say, having like oh, negative no, when they come in with like they, they're condescending i'm changing my vote yeah oh, my that's... least favorite one is don't kill yourself oh, yeah negativity God. man it's terrible <laughs> it's like yeah. now, okay oh now i won't like thanks for the advice you're gonna break a leg yeah like, they're like you're gonna break you're gonna break your leg not so, us well not only that what kind of thing is that to say to someone like if you really think that someone's doing something dangerous just screaming out at them, you're going to fucking kill yourself, is not any way to approach the situation. Like, if you if you have concern for them, at least. It just, it's a, uh, I don't know. Like I feel like, like it comes from a place of, 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 like, jealousy or uh, just distress about their own life if they're, like, really angry for no reason. Like, some people are actually, like, they'll come at you with anger. Yeah. Or just, like, they're furious. It's not their property or anything, but they just oh, can't yeah. believe that you're doing stuff outside where it's not supposed to happen, you know? I had, like, a really exaggerated version of that happen. Mm -hmm. There was this guy. We were just doing this, like, little climbing challenge on the side of this, like, apartment building. And this guy just comes up, and he was so pissed. He was like, <laughs> the fuck do you guys think you're doing? <laughs> just climbing somebody's building? You can't climb somebody's building. I was like, dude, what? Relax, what? man. It's the big deal. It's not a big deal. Is this like your building or something? He's like, no, but it's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, why are you getting so upset? And he like wanted to call the cops and he just like got so out of control. Like, where is this coming from? Why do people get so much hatred towards people doing something? Yeah, so I, don't, I don't think uh, people sometimes like their minds getting blown. Yeah. Or, you know. They blow some minds. From time I to mean, time. maybe they're not even getting their mind blown, but they don't like wherever they are in life. Probably, if that's like the the attitude they have, and the fact that you're just enjoying yourself, probably, and it's so obvious that you're just kind of like doing something different, doing something for you, not following the norms that probably put them into a life of misery. <laughs> the same norms that you're violating, like, and they just don't have the courage to like do whatever they're trying to do. I think that's where it stems from. Just initially. taps into their like they're just psychological angry, like, yeah, regrets of deep being, living regret like, a normal just, life and having to go to like nine to five job and something. Man. <laughs> they must be seriously upset. This person is having fun. I can't uh, allow, it. dude. It's so it's so rough. Just like sometimes you usually just don't even want to deal with that person. As soon as they say something, you don't want to have a sit down with them and try to explain what's going on and try to change their mind actually, about it. You're just but that's probably not the to, worst thing. But that's the, probably the thing not is, the worst I'm thing. I'm not down, or I'm down to have conversations. Most of the people, especially the people that come at you with anger initially, there's no reasoning with them. Yeah, they don't want to hear it. They just want you to stop doing what you're doing and leave. Those or, are the funnest conversations. Or though. admit, yeah. I like. I gotta, you control like, get, some guys pretty good. I try to like test their nerves a little bit. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I I'm the same way. It's like if you're already mad. I want to make you more mad because you deserve <laughs> to just be mad. Yeah. Like, being mad is a bad feeling, right? No one wants to be angry. It doesn't feel good, right? Yeah. So, the fact that they're already mad, I like, is punishment enough, and I want to just be like, <laughs> fuel the, throw some gas on the fire. <laughs> exactly. Just be like, you're mad already, and you just deserve more madness because <laughs> you're just 
already in a mad state. You don't like that one, do you? <laughs> but nobody would like it when it gets done to them. <laughs> but you deserve it. It helps you, like, well, just snap out of it, you know? It's like, dude, don't be so upset about stuff like this, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I've told you to, to talk more shit to me, though. Yeah. But, I don't know. Sometimes I just, I don't want to hear it, maybe. Yeah. I, it's not even that it's the shit talking. I'm just, like, over... Whatever it is you're trying to say, maybe. Yeah. Um, Who knows? I talk a lot. You do talk a lot. But, man. Remember that one time we were at uh, Pearl Street? I was with the kid? Yeah. Okay, here's another story. Talk about this. It's pretty straightforward, but we're like playing out on Pearl Street on like the random obstacles the they bridge. have on there. The bridge. There's like some little logs and stuff. And really being as, as conscientious as we can about movement there's some kids playing around but this one dad just got furious and the thing was he could have approached us so much earlier and just said yo i'm a little uncomfortable with you guys training here and i would really appreciate it if you just left yeah and like i would have probably been more responsive to that i can understand where that guy's coming from but i also don't think it's logical so who knows what would happen but instead what he chose to do was just stew sit there and get angrier and angrier. And I was like, why is this guy staring at us? He was like, just getting livid. He was getting livid. And, and then one his kid like tried a little jump or something. Cause his kids was getting stoked on what we were doing and like skinned his knee or something. Like, I don't know. He's like, look what you did. He's like, this is what happens. Get out of here. Like really, really mad. Whoa. It's <laughs> like, yo, this is a public mall, be- pedestrian mall. I understand you're a little upset, and it's like, whatever it is, but your kid just needs to think yeah. about what he jumps to next time. Dude, right? it's just it's, like... It's, it's like that overprotection that's just over the top. Well, this is why it happened, is because he was so focused on staring us down that he wasn't watching his kid at all. And then his kid jumped and hurt himself. And he didn't even really hurt himself. I mean, yeah. seriously, like, that kid will heal him like it. Well, that... 30 minutes. That's the one that <laughs> kind of... It's a little bit sad. It's like... Yeah. You, sometimes you get that parent or somebody with their kid, and the kid's kid. really stoked, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, they're they're like really happy," and they kind of like go and join in, and the parents just like, "Don't do that, you're gonna get hurt," and they like be like really negative about the kid like wanting to be involved, mm-hmm. and they'll just like say, "Oh, don't do that," like people who do that get hurt and, or like die. Dude, usually I say like, something like, "Cause I I don't want to butt in like with parenting," but usually I'll just be like, you know, if you practice. He's going to be a lot safer. Cause yeah, you know I tried, I tried to reason stuff. with that guy a little he's bit. climbing on stuff anyways. I remember like trying to say stuff to that guy for like five or ten seconds. Yeah. Just being like, I had no idea you were that upset. Uh, if you just came to us and talked to us about it, I would have been more... Yeah. I would have happily left. I, I And I was like, you could just talk to your kid. There's places he can take classes. And if he's interested, he can get good. And he was just like, no! Just screaming. Just yes. super pissed. It's just yeah. like, oh man... That's such a funny dynamic. When someone realizes that they're they're probably wrong in that moment. <laughs> oh, and they refuse and, and to be like wrong. you're like the calm one, they're like. Well, and the thing oh, is, their position that makes it so much more. Their position yeah, if you're isn't like, like really calm and entirely invalid. Like I understand the fact that kids don't necessarily understand what kind of work goes into doing stuff. Yeah. And you know, if your kids, I don't know, not very like mechanically inclined he might do or he's just not like super intelligent maybe (laughs) 
he might just jump off something he shouldn't without like with dis- disregard for his own safety. Yeah. If he's if, if he's influenced, you know, by us. So I, I understand like that position. It's like a legitimate fear potentially, in a very certain small context. And especially so. like a parent. Like most kids are going to be. Kids, you know. Well, yeah, most kids are not necessarily super bad at judging distances and stuff. Anyhow, though, like they're. They're not going to do stupid stuff in general, but you yeah. do have to like I think qualify. A, yeah, I think there's a certain amount of learning that a kid, any kid, should go through. And yeah, and that's of the other just thing. like fucking up sometimes and be like, oh, that's that's why I shouldn't jump off of that really yeah. high thing or like <laughs> you know like just, yeah no it's, do it I with think their a lot of parents just like coddle their kid so much that yeah and that's the they other just thing never is. experience stuff on their own and then they don't know what their limits really are mm-hmm. and they're just like very confused about what their body can do and can't just because they're so like constrained from that type of movement. Yeah. So I think in some sense they should maybe. No, and I, I totally agree with that. Like that's around. the other <laughs> part that I wanted to mention actually. It was just exactly what you were saying. Kids need to fall down a few times to know what the hell, like where the line is. So they need to draw. I mean, well, obviously all of us climb trees. Everyone that's listening, climb trees and jumped on stuff mm-hmm. when they were little kids. Um, but Oh, what I was gonna say. We climbed on trees when we were little kids. <laughs> we did that. You That's know? a thing we did. We did that at one point in our lives. Good point. Yeah, that that <laughs> happened. That was a bullet point. Where are we going with it? Uh, I'll have another one for you in about a minute and a half. Okay. You guys were talking for so long, and then I was just loaded out. <laughs> um, Get something out there. Apex actually posted recently about things that annoy some parkour, and. There's a bunch of pretty good ones on here, but I'll tell you one thing. Back to the hardcore parkour thing. This is another grievance of mine. I don't like I, The I, Office. I got it. And <laughs> I never liked The Office. And there's a lot of people that like it, and that's great. Good for you. Guess what? I still hate it. I don't care if you like it. I don't like, what's his name? Steve Carell. I don't think he's funny. Um, <sighs> he's so much funny sometimes. He's just so awkward. That's what I don't like. It's just only one type of humor with him. It's always him being uh, the biggest dork he could be. It's like, I want the characters I like to be kind of cool sometimes. That's one thing that I hated about watching that show. Like, I enjoyed, like, some of the elements, especially, like, Jim and Dwight. Like, they're, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Their interactions are always pretty interesting and funny. But the humor of it is always just, like, I'm just, like, sitting there, like, sweating. Just, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ugh, stop doing that like don't don't act like that it was just like a lot of the time just watching Steve Carell act he's just especially in some of his movies ridiculous you're just like stop doing that you're just like yeah. cringing sweating and you're just like moving I want to like the guys in the movies at least the guys I'm supposed to like he's yeah. playing the protagonist most times Yeah, and it's like if I'm supposed to like him he can't be like this annoying <laughs> you know he's annoying me I wouldn't hang out with this guy for more than 10 minutes without having to say something. Yeah. You're like, dude, you need to step your game up. <laughs> Lift your shield or whatever. Like, <laughs> Just, I can't be around. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not awkward, but I, I'm honest. And I don't feel like that's a honest character sometimes. It's just being just always, always super awkward. It's like, have some confidence in, in, your, in your ability to be funny and kind of cool. It's easy, I think, to be funny and goofy you know yeah, yeah like sure. falling over humor and just like shit and dick jokes they're easy <laughs> you know yeah but 
if you have like a little bit of higher, just a little slightly more intellectual or slightly cool or something a little more clever and witty, I appreciate that at least as much, if not more. I like a good fart joke every now and then, but, <laughs> but I can't handle just like all that kind of low hanging fruit, you know? I hear real, you. Real low. So, anyhow, that speaking was a tangent. Of, so speaking, of, wait, speaking of hanging, I'll get back on it. Get, get on it, son. Hanging from trees and stuff. I was saying that everyone has done this, but we didn't really train much as kids, like real training. And people who are doing parkour at a younger age, they're going to, if you, like, not saying that you want to break your leg, that's not a good thing. But injuries, you're going to be able to recover from them, from them faster when you're younger. And it's like, if I had been able to have, you know, you know, better training as a kid, mm-hmm. um, you know, like when I first started, just not that I really wanted a gym training kind of a setup, but like more knowledge about it, and then having the ability to mess up and not have it affect me so much in the long term, it would be it'd be nice, you know. So that's what, another reason why there's the next generation of kids is going to be super beast because, you know. If someone like call like life. yeah, let's like say like even how old is Kent Johns? Like nineteen or something like that. Um, yeah, I think he's like twenty now. He's twenty, like he breaks his leg and he's like and he's twenty one next year and he's still a beast. There's no way he's breaking his leg. <laughs> he's yeah. not breaking his leg. It's Kent Johns. He's just too good. But just like, but yeah, I mean, Shane, you know what like, I'm saying, Shane, for like, example, like tore Achilles. He's pretty young, right? Now he's back. And it's like you're good to go once you get like up and you're like. 35, something happens, and it's like, it's a bigger deal, you know? So. Sure. Definitely, you need to be a kid, and you need to be, you need to get some bumps and bruises and stuff, and you, you it's part of, like, that experimentation and figuring out, like, what you're capable of. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. I think there's a, a little bit of a resurgence of that. I feel like it's sad, dude. I don't it's know, maybe not. Maybe it's because I live in, in, in uh, Boulder, and people are a little more, like, just kind of open-minded to that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know what it's like on the East, East Coast. East Coast is definitely a little bit. I mean, there's also like for sure, but it depends. Like this generation is in. different. I feel. But like. I remember feeling that a lot growing up. I remember just feeling like don't right, do for that. Example, you don't do that. And what? For example, that, I got suspended once because I got I was spitting jawbreakers through a little straw. They're like these tiny little jawbreakers. And I was like, <laughs> when I was like 14, I was like you shooting, shooting someone's eye. Or? I'd get a mouthful and just like machine gun like <laughs> like out at. Just like kids walking to school. <laughs> Not my proudest moment, but it was a good time. I did it for about four days. I was just shooting it to the kids in school on the way to school and like in the bus and stuff, just like through the windows. It was a good time. Uh, I stopped doing it, but weeks later, I got called down to the principal's office and some kid that I had hit with like one of these little jawbreakers like, was super upset. <laughs> Had his mom call, like, the police. Oh, they did, like, an investigation. They found out... What? Police? He wrote down the license plate number. Yeah. Did they pick up, like, pick up pieces of the jawbreaker and figure out what <laughs> kind of jawbreaker it was? Some forensics. <laughs> and, uh, some we, DNA. Figured out it was some ballistics. They found out, yeah. Actually, my friends kind of routed me out because um, I was the last person to get interviewed from the car, and they already knew it was me. They were like, yeah, Brandon sits in the backseat. He was doing that. So I didn't even know. I was just kind of like, uh, they just showed up. I thought I was like in, I had straight A's like when I was like in school. So I thought I was getting some sort of award maybe. <laughs> I was like, principal's office, what do I need to go down there for? I'm probably, probably hooking it up with some kind of metal or something. And then, no, they're not stoked. 
But meanwhile, this kid had so upset that they wouldn't even let me apologize. Did it break his skin or like what happened? No, it doesn't hurt, man. I was I asked that. I was like, is he okay? Like, what? What's the deal? And they're like, Wait. no, it's just. So this is what I was kind of lead into. He's bothered. Emotional, like, and mental bruises also need to happen as you're growing up. Yeah, they can help you make get make you stronger. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how that kid turned out. But he didn't. They didn't <laughs> even tell me his name. They and I got 16 hours of community service for throwing missiles. That's the official ticket. Oh my god! Throwing missiles. That's throwing funny. missiles. <laughs> Better watch out. Um, Be Doug, you coming in hot with some so missiles. I, I learned some lessons on that one, at least. I don't know. I had to work with a janitor for probably 10 or 15 hours. Made me realize I never wanted to be a janitor. Sounded like you said <laughs> de-janitor, like degenerate. The janitor. <laughs> the janitor was super nice, and I just felt really bad for that person. I feel really bad for a lot of people that have... They're super nice, and they just live in these lives where I can't imagine myself being happy. Well, that's what's so Cleaning sad. Up is shit, cleaning up high schoolers' shit all like well, forty hours a week. That's rough for not very good wages. That, that's pretty. And rough. she was the nicest lady ever. It's just like, man, society, man. Well, I mean, just think about like it. Kind of leads back to where we were with like the parents and stuff. It's just like sad because you know that their kids are surrounded by that, and that's not good for their kids to like be raised in an environment like that. Like what? It's just like really closed minded and just like filled with more stress. Like the stress just definitely like is gonna leak right onto their kids' foreheads. <laughs> yeah, I think communication. We talked about this a little bit when Amos and Jake were here with relationships between like significant others, but communication is key for I think any relationship. And that's deep. That's deep, and that's real. Well, you know, like I don't know. I wonder how Danny Ilabaka would like treat a situation like that remember when he was here visiting he would just go talk to random people and if somebody said that like he was he, very much like a he, prophet he, yeah he, i feel like he would just go up to them and sit down with them and be like he and try to change their mind and try to give them you know <laughs> what he'd have to offer which is pretty cool yeah, but i also feel like there are times when i'm like i don't have time for that <laughs> but you know like really what what do you have time for you know like time is it's irrelevant I kind of felt that way the other night. We were at this party. This girl was just super drunk and really high. And she was telling us all about all the drugs she does and stuff. And just swaying in the breeze. There's oh no my. breeze, by the way. Dude, that was she's rough. Like, I don't even know how she was balancing. She was <laughs> swaying back she's and like, forth. Like there, was very like, often. like there was hurricane winds. She was just kind of <laughs> swaying around. But there was nothing going on. And uh, All she was talking about was drugs. Hardcore drugs. She's like, I make the best DMT. <laughs> well and DMT you know like all these psychedelics and hallucinogens um, I'm a proponent I think they can be not, useful yeah. tools for your psyche if you're ready and you apply them right I've never done DMT I don't know if I will but um, I've researched it and there's interesting things I think that properties. I'd like to do it I mean we all produce it in our brains every night when we dream so technically we've done and it you but can lick a frog <laughs> I don't experience it supposedly you also lick a poison start frog you probably die but so you gotta pick the right frog. <laughs> and, but, yeah, yeah. That's probably not how I'm gonna experience it the first time. But that's uh, that's one of the things is she she seemed to have like abused. She's a drug abuser, you know. Dude, yeah, she was like, she's like, I am hammered. I don't drink very much. Drugs, drugs are my thing. Well, I do. Drinking drugs. is a drug, anyhow. Yeah, I know, but it was just funny because she's like, I don't drink very often. 
I'm just drunk. She said that? Yeah. She's like, drugs are my thing. I do drugs. But <laughs> like, I felt like, like a lock in that sense because I, after a while, I was like, I can't continue this conversation <laughs> without having an intervention. Yeah, we're like, dude, I I'm need to walk have to away. sit this girl. I mean, she was too drunk to really communicate with. But I was, I was, I was like, all right, I gotta go because otherwise, I'm just gonna have to say stuff to you. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, you need some help. Like, you need to just sit down and think about why you're where you're at right now, and maybe just think about it a little harder so you don't get in this state again. You know, I mean, she's what 20, 21. Yeah, she's partying, but she's figuring it out. It's, you know, it's just figuring it's, it out. It's uh, you just want to make sure they figure it out. It's like you're on a weird path right now. It's the only thing that she was like, she was so stoked. She was so stoked on, like, about it. where her life was going and just being on drugs all the time that I was like, man, it feels like you're abusing drugs and you're not going to go anywhere that's worth going. But, uh, you know, whatever. To each her own. Man, this is all over the place. We're all over the map right now. <laughs> Bringing you like all the kinds of stuff. Where were we at? We started with hecklers. Yeah, do we have anything more to say about I mean, hecklers? I mean, there's... I'll give you some examples you heckles. guys can weigh in. Brianne yeah. Recroft, who's a... Um, Girl trains at Apex Movement Boulder. Pretty beast, by the way. Yeah, she's Shout out to Brianne. I was just about to say, she's pretty beast. And her sister. Both really solid technique yeah, they, and good landing. They definitely, they have that more sustainable style of training like Help does, where they just, they focus on their technique. Like, when when you watch them train, like, I don't ever hear Brianne land. She's like, she's pretty money. And like, watching her like, pop vault technique and stuff, like, both of them, they just have good technique. It's awesome to yeah, like, see it's people. really like, good to real, see the clean movement. They're just focused on that kind of stuff. Makes me feel so, like bad I'm not it. trying to be the best like parkour practitioner. I'm not just gonna throw myself around and see if I can get somewhere like pretty quickly. They're actually focused on, you know, sustainable training and that's gonna benefit them so much more in the long run. Anyhow, she says uh, anytime she says she does parkour, people expect them to be experts. And they're like, Oh, are you like really good? Can you do like all this? Are you as good as this person? <laughs> um, and that's like an annoyance for her. It's, it's almost kind of part of like, can you do a backflip? Like you do something really dope. Like, I definitely feel that sometimes. That one's actually really funny. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, that's such an interesting concept. Like people have such a very like limited understanding of movement. <laughs> so you, you'll do like something ridiculous. Like, I don't know, back double full. And they'll still ask you like, can you do a backflip? It's like, yes. yeah, I just did a backflip, <laughs> except I also twisted two times before I landed. I'm like, oh. Yeah, like, how do you not get that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't know what's going on, man. Sometimes they, they're too uh, inexperienced with that kind of stuff. Oh, it's also funny because they, because they're they don't know what it's like to you know be training parkour. They kind of list off moves like, oh, can you do this? Like, that's your repertoire. That's your that's your your resume. Like, yeah. you're you're this good. They want to size you up and moves. define you like yeah. that on the spot. They're like, how good is he? <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's uh, it's not an attractive way to start a conversation when someone comes up to you and they're like, what's the best thing you can do? They're just like, <laughs> man, I don't know if we're going to be like especially close if friends when especially you ask if they're trying like to, that, you know? <laughs> Maybe they're trying to hit on Brienne. That's definitely not the way to go in. Like, Yeah, I mean, that might be the case. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's kind of... They still need to work on their game a little bit. That's actually a question I've gotten a lot. And it's the funniest one. It's like, What's the highest thing you can jump off? <laughs> um, let's see. Fuck you. No, man. Like, you don't understand, man. You don't get you it. You don't get it. You're just not getting it. 
I wonder, you know, I mean, I'm sure I don't understand like, sports. Do some research. But I wonder if it's later. just anyone who hasn't applied themselves in an athletic way or something to a like to a higher level or to a pretty in in depth. They just don't understand what it's what it's like. They, what those questions mean. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it's, you know whatever. There's no stupid questions, and I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, but. Sometimes you're like, do you I, even I, think I, about I, things before you I've ask? I've definitely had a few times where I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I just tell them 30 Take feet. Take that back. 30, yeah, it's fun to just screw them at that point. <laughs> well, I jumped out of a plane once and then just rolled out of it, so I think I pretty much anything. I hit terminal velocity, so I'm good. <laughs> Man, that would be dope. Just tell me, just rolled out. Wait, of it. quick like, question. Roll? Do you think you if you roll. jumped out of a plane and you landed like in a really tall half pipe th- shape, you could just like ride like a it out? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, like a mountain, but it would have to be vertical for probably Dude, like, if several you hundred didn't hit feet that perfectly, and then have to like splat. gradually, like just very gradually taper off, and then you'd be coming out the bottom with. Just hundreds tremendous of hours amounts of speed. Right tremendous, there. good use of tremendous. <laughs> I'm not fact checking here at all, but I feel like there have been a couple of people who've survived like falling out of planes. No, there definitely have been, dude. Okay, I don't imagine know how, this. But imagine dude. what you described with a ramp going into a large body of water. That could be a lot of fun. That would just be super dope. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. You'd have to get Devin Supertramp to get on that shit. Start <laughs> filming it for us. Actually, there's uh, a story actually that. I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, shout out to my friend John Bernecker. Who's that? I don't know if he. Uh, he's probably not going to listen to this at all, but um, he did free runner with me. He's one of the uh, stunt yeah. guys. Um, but he actually, um, he had a stunt accident, and they ha- they were supposed to. He jumped off some like eighty foot thing, and they were supposed to have the wire taut, and it was supposed to catch him, and uh, they literally just didn't. The wire didn't was, work at all. He took an eighty foot drop. Just onto the ground. Apparently, he like just bounced, like a concrete, <laughs> just like on his leg. He shattered his leg, and um, I think he's maybe back-ish by now, but um, still having some trouble with it. Damn! But it's such an intense story. How much that did they compensate for something like that? Like I don't know. I mean, that's... sometimes people get screwed over by that. I mean, like his medical expenses were probably paid for, but like. I, I don't know how much money he would get in addition to that, you know. Dude, oh, contracts, that is man, super negligence. I feel like, who knows? That yeah. sucks, man. What a beast. Stunts. You got to read those know. contracts, too. Those Stunts. contracts for jobs are intense. They're so long. So much ridiculous, you know, wordplay going on. You're just like, dude, I need a lawyer. I need a lawyer to, like, manage this stuff for me. <laughs> a lawyer would probably eat that up, though. If that seems like a pretty easy case to win for them, yeah, they yeah. might be like, all right. We're going to get some money. <laughs> uh, there's like a couple of other things people come up to me. All right. Here's another one we, we have written down, actually. Ninja Warrior, Ben. Okay, so Ninja oh, Warrior. That's like we're getting into like parkour in the mainstream kind of shit. These are the misconceptions that people are just assumed. Dude, the associations. So... I work, I'm a bike mechanic, and I there's a part of the bike shop where we have a bunch of people come in, they fix their bikes, and I show them, like, teach them how to work on their bikes, and they will be like, oh, just talking about whatever. I'll mention parkour. It comes up quite a lot with me, and they'll, like, 
I'll say that I do parkour. The next thing out of their mouth, their mouth is, uh, uh, so you watch that Ninja Warrior show? I've seen, oh, you know, God. a lot of people on there, they, uh, they do parkour. I'm just like, dude. This is true. <laughs> My most annoying one is around Ninja Warrior uh-huh. is that I haven't done it. So people assume that I'm not good at parkour because I haven't done it. They're like, have you, so, uh, oh have you done Ninja Warrior? They're like, yeah, hey, so, like, you're pretty good? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I've done it for a while. And they're like, oh, so you ever you thought about doing that Ninja Warriors that show? And yeah. Like, uh, no, I, I've heard mixed things about it from my friends who've done it, and I'm just, like, not too down with it. And they're just like, I bet you could do it, but, like, there's a lot of good people on there. And, like, <laughs> like, you don't know shit about parkour. No way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, dude. That question just irritates the shit out. Or, dude, when they come into the gym and it's they like just want to like their standard of what is like someone is good at parkour. Man, we're just over it. We're over dude, Ninja over Ninja Warrior, man. Dude, they come into the There's... gym and they I want to like do Ninja Warrior specific obstacles, and that's just like that's fine, I suppose. If you want to train all year round for a TV show <laughs> that you're not going to win, whatever. <laughs> you know, like seriously. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a few people that have legit shots at it, and most of them. They're not running up the warped wall. There's for some training. like, what? They're probably not training the warped wall too often, though. Like, I mean, some of them are taking it really seriously and they're building replicas, and that is like a helpful, helpful thing for them. I don't think you have to do that, though. You have to be really good at climbing, like grip strength, and if you have pretty good parkour skill, you can beat the course. Yeah. Um, my upper body strength just hasn't been there anytime I've been on the show, but with zero effort i've gone through many stages of like the early prelims and stuff not zero effort but obviously <laughs> it's just parkour is much more difficult than the obstacles you're dealing with on that show yeah yeah it's hard because you only get one shot at it and often enough we're trying to go as fast as we can because we're trying to show off almost but but that's what irritates me too is they just don't understand that the warped wall is the easiest shit in the world to do. If you can do a wall run, a wall run is so much more difficult. It actually takes finesse, yeah. technique, power. A you warped wall. Run at the wall. A warped wall just, is like, just like drags you right up. I feel like an you, you could do it for you to get much higher than you're supposed to get on a tall thing. That's yeah. a, I have a huge issue with warped Dude, walls. Dude, they got tip fibbed, man. Yeah, there's a, like, people that have like broken their bones by coming down on a weird ankle because not only. Weird angle, not only because they're getting high up from this work wall, but also they're landing on this curved surface. Yeah. Could be sketchy. Super sketchy. Um, it's my least favorite obstacle. Dude, I think if you I, 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 I advocate that <laughs> no parkour gyms put warped walls in their facilities from here on out. Let's wipe it out. Let's wipe out <laughs> Teach this, how to do this a, wasting space. Dude, all you need is... I love you, Kent Johns, but I saw you put a warped wall in unparalleled <laughs> movement, dude. and I was like... I love Ken Johns too much to even care, but I just don't like warped walls, man. Dude, I feel nine like and they're waste foot. unparalleled movement to parallel. <laughs> it's parallel down into the parallel. Maybe it's category. just curved <laughs> yeah, movement. I used to answer phones for Apex Boulder, and this guy called one day, and he was like, "Yo, um, so the new Denver gym doesn't have any Ninja Warrior stuff," and I'm like really pissed. So I was just like hoping that the the Apex Boulder like. I'm, I'm assuming they've got it unlocked. Like they've got all the Ninja Warrior stuff, right? I was like, I mean, we got a warped wall, and you can set up the quad steps on, like, the vaults or something. Yeah. It's just, like, 
are you serious? Like, do you guys have, like, a, a salmon ladder or something? I was like, nope, uh, it's a parkour gym. And he's like, he just got, like, really mad about it. He's like, what kind of parkour gym doesn't have a salmon ladder? And I was like, I'll tell you, uh, any fucking parkour gym shouldn't have a salmon ladder. Right? <laughs> any parkour I started gym getting angry way. at this guy. Like, <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> you know what? It's like, whatever it is, it is what it is. If you're in a Ninja Warrior, more power to you, man. If you make it work, if you win the show, nice, dude. You beat the system, you just got a half million probably, or whatever it is. However, Four I've been times. on that show <laughs> several times, and... That's, like, one of the reasons why I really don't like it is because I don't believe in the show. Like, the producers are there to make a marginally, sh- like, pretty bad television show. They're not dude, there the to Dude, announcers host- are terrible. They're not... They're, they're not- terrible. Dude, the worst part is they're those guys are so actually bad. funny in their real life. Sure. But the production, like, the TV... They're not very funny on the show. Yeah, they're not genuine. There's not... Dude, there's okay. no genuine shout out, shout out to Megan Martin, who's an absolute beast, by the way. And... I don't know if she'll ever listen to this, but the announcer was like, "All right, there has been some legends that I, you know, have in this list, and you know, like Michael Jordan. He's like, listen to all these people, like Kobe Bryant. He's like, and you can add Megan Martin to the list." And I was like, "Dude, she's like, she got past like the first stage in Ninja Warrior. <laughs> like, she's not Michael Jordan status at all." Well, yeah, her accomplishments legend. outside like, of Ninja Warrior on like she's a beast pro climber are way more impressive than anything she did yeah. on Ninja Warrior. But I mean, she's obviously breaking ground and on that in that area, so it's cool. And I, I fully support it because it gets girls into potentially parkour that not maybe not didn't think it was for them. That's the only thing is like Ninja Warrior is sometimes works the other way around where you get some guy who's like really cool or some girl who's really cool who gets into Ninja Warrior doesn't know about parkour, but then finds parkour through Ninja Warrior and actually becomes a beast athlete or um, yeah, into that's parkour. For sure. Yeah. But for the most part, as long as it gets people moving, I, I, we dog on it. But I, I think just when they first in come it. in, you're just like, don't. I just don't see how to eye me, with it. But it's like, <laughs> I just it's cool and I, the more honest I have it. to be about it, the worse it sounds. Oh, I know. It's like the more jaded I sound because I've actually had experience on that show where they they altered my time in order to make the show what they thought was better. Oh, yeah, here's right. Here's the dirt. Yeah, give us the story. So on that. first year I did it. Uh, it was, I don't know, three years or four years ago. First year I tried out, got the fastest time in qualifying, and I was completely unknown. And I, I don't do well with bullshit television, basically. They, wanted, they want some, like, sob story, or they want you to, like, just be super amped and uh, I don't just say dumb stuff that I would never say, like, oh my god, Ninja Warrior is my life. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here right now. Like it's just not my personality. They didn't like me very much for that reason. I was just too real or my too myself, too much myself, and I don't really care about Ninja Warrior. And uh, and so they changed my time, added like three seconds to it, and then made Frosty, who's very charismatic. And it's funny because Frosty also doesn't really give a shit about Ninja Warrior, but he knows how to play the TV role a little bit better. Than <laughs> He's me. been doing it. And it, he definitely had been times. doing it already. Like Survivor experience. Before, that was my first experience with television, and I was just maybe a little bit awkward. Who knows? But they did not have. They wouldn't have it. They just put me in second place because <laughs> give they didn't a, like me. Give a shout out to Frosty. So many shout outs. Dude, you get a that. shout out. I love you, infinite, Frosty. Infinite shout out. Come to Colorado sometime, dude. But uh, that's the whole. The whole premise of the show is 
on based under the assumption that you really are stoked to be on television, and that's not really why I'm there. <laughs> and it's the producers like threatened me one time because I got fastest time another year, and they wanted like do some bullshit stuff, and they wanted me to like say things that I don't say. I just won't say it. Yeah, I'm just like I'm not saying that because that's not me. Um, I'll say I've... something close to it, but uh, I won't say that. I won't say Ninja Warrior is the I've been looking forward to it all year because I haven't. Um, I have plenty of experience with that scenario. I've now been on three TV shows. They were all reality TV. Oh my God. Guinness World, Records Unleashed, uh, Jump City Seattle, and uh, what is that? Some parkour championship thing. Ultimate um, parkour? What is it? It oh, wasn't... It wasn't the, oh, the, speed the TV thing, thing uh, but the speed the... thing that I did. That ever aired? That, what happened? It aired and like, you can't see it anywhere. I looked online. I still haven't even watched it. That sounded um, like it was going to be dope, but it never was, I guess. But yeah, anyways, um, I've always struggled with, with that. They're, like The first one I did, I did Jump City Seattle. Uh-huh. And um, like I feel like I did... <laughs> I don't know. I've learned over time how to deal with that those kind yeah. of questions, but they will they will get you to say the thing that you you yeah. they want you to say, and they will put it out of context. Yeah, and they will make you seem like, like you're competitive or like you're just you're. I don't know. They will change what you say, put it out of context, and create whatever they want out of you. <laughs> I see. And the- um, so I like on the next two shows, like mm-hmm. the 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 parkour championship thing and. Mm-hmm. Guinness World Records, I would just like, I would not answer their questions, basically. I would just keep saying kind of the same, like, yeah. point that I would want to get across. Like, yeah. parkour is safe because of blah. And, like, <laughs> giving, like, a positive image every time I say something. Uh-huh. And you just have to drill it into their brains yeah, you until just they're just like, okay, fine, the guy, whatever. We won't have ask to stone you. It's not dangerous. Fine. We get it. Yeah. I, that's the same. I had the same strategy. Yeah. I just kind of stonewalled them. You just them. cannot I, they're break like, well, down at all. And they just go, this is what they said. They're like, We're not, you're not going to be on television if you don't you know, sound super stoked about it. And I'm like, don't care. <laughs> I was like, I really don't care. Like, yeah. I'll be on television if I win the show. You have to put me on. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and, and that's the only thing I really would care about. It, you know, I don't care about being on television that much at all like, especially yeah. on that show i would love to be on a show that was really awesome that i really believed in and thought was cool but yeah what was your experience on freerunner though in a movie is it completely different i mean you're scripted and it's different kind of oh, well, well i mean at the end of the day it's <laughs> someone's telling you what to do which is never a fun way to do hard work yeah <laughs> you know it's but as far as like the just expressing yourself, you don't, is it like oh, a lot sure. better because no. you don't have to, you're not you're actually trying to have to fight, like everyone, you're a character in a movie, so you don't have you to have worry to about You have to play whatever yourself. character they, they yeah. give you, like you're, you're not going to step outside of that really. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's almost less stressful than, than having to like, I don't know, they're constantly trying to change you as like a person mm-hmm. and saying that like with a reality TV show, it's like, they're trying to mold you into something that they see and then and then that gets portrayed to the audience as yeah. you yeah not as like a character so yeah obviously that's it's a lot less <laughs> then the producers are just in some fucking temp hut yeah. you never even meet them and they're just like they're walkie talking to people like we need a shot of him uh looking sad <laughs> just uh 
just have them get, get, a, get a sad shot. And then they just come on. They're like, can we just kind of look down and like downtrodden? And they're like, why? Why? What, what do you mean? Wait, what, what am I sad about? Yeah. Like, it's just horse shit, you know? Like, we need everyone to look real good right now. Like, super excited. I don't know. It's, it's. What time are they doing that? Dishonest. Now? Huh? Because some of the like times for Ninja where I've heard they're pretty like. You have to be ready on your call times from like 12 to like 4 a.m. You got to be warmed up. You know, are they like doing it at like a time where you're just like, dude, I don't even want to be here right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of that stuff is you just kind of have to play the game, but but I don't I don't think it makes good television, and it's really uninteresting to me to watch reality TV shows, especially knowing more about them now about how ridiculously contrived they are. The worst show, Um, so bad. Ninja Warrior, like the no one cares about the stories, man. Some of the stories are real, and they might seem compelling, but now being behind the scenes a little bit. I'm just like who is who are these people? Like why are they? It's such a facade, man. Yeah. I feel like people are much more interesting with their own subtle nuances and being themselves than uh, than some like hyper whatever some character caricature of like some whatever character they are. So fuck you, Ninja Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I probably will do it again if uh, if it seems like a good thing to do. I want that qualifying money. I don't really yeah. <laughs> care about the final. I don't really care about going to Vegas. If they come to Denver, you got a chance to win seventy five hundred bucks. I might go for it again. Damn! But uh, is that how much they're doing now? Twenty five hundred for the qualifying night and five thousand for the semifinals. Damn! I might get in on that. <laughs> yeah, well, damn it! I have to try to beat you. <laughs> All right. So should we move on to like yeah? What's move on? Other crap. Got a Assassin's Creed is on the list. I don't really know anything about Assassin's Creed. It's a video game. I just know that everybody talks about it. Anytime there's a parkour video, yeah, especially your big part, any big one that this, drops is like someone will just write Assassin's Creed in their comments. <laughs> just, they'll Creed. just that. Oh, we like Assassin's Creed first. <laughs> first, on like the dopest parkour video ever. <laughs> Go away. Damn it. <laughs> I'm delete. If I was the owner of that video, I'd delete comment. Spam. <laughs> Spam. Report. Yeah, it's a bummer because like, people are trying to connect with us probably in a certain way. They're extending some kind of olive branch and we're just like, bro, your olive branch sucks. <laughs> Put that Assassin's Creed branch back where it came from. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't like any of the gimmick videos that much. I feel like it happens a lot oh, with yeah. parkour. Though, Let's you know, get into like, Star Wars. Oh, like, like, Star Wars. They've done Mario like, Brothers. Mario. Like, whatever it is, I'd rather you The new do... Farang video is pretty dope. The new Farang video actually was, done the, really well. was the only not, one that I've enjoyed. That wasn't, like, necessarily but Mario, it wasn't, though. It, it was wasn't... Like... No, no, and it's not because... I liked it a lot because of the concept was really cool. Yeah, they're on a train. They're, like, actually making it look like a video game. Yeah, that was super Like, that so was cool. super dope. That was innovative. Dressing up in a Mario suit and doing, like, B-rate parkour is not <laughs> cool, you know? Like, it doesn't... Jason Paul's a big It's just, today. like... And it to me the reason I I don't know I just whether or not you might be really stoked on Mario and that's just your thing and more power to you if you're doing it just to garner views um, again more power to you if you get the views but it's not what makes me stoked or I don't you know I'm not interested in that at all yeah it's a pretty sellout move to just like just like you said do B rate parkour <laughs> in whatever like is just trendy at that point just have it's the, like whatever people are saying about parkour like 
oh, like, you guys are like Mario Bros. Or like, oh, you should run away from the cops. Or <laughs> like, oh, this is like Assassin's Creed. And you just like take that and run with it yeah, just to get views. And it's just the like, title of it's, it's Assassin's Creed Parkour. Wait, just slow-mo. Let me just tie this in. It's just like those shit and dick jokes. Like poop jokes. It's just the low hanging fruit. Man. It is the low. It's the fruit. lowest of the low. It's just <laughs> it's already bruised. the first thing. You know what though? Some videos the movement is good enough that I'm stoked. Alex Shower put out like the Batman video, and the movement in it was like actually really good. Yeah, true. And also he's like '80s one. Like he's still being creative. It would have been a good parkour video without the outfit. And that's the bottom line: is if it's not a good video without the <laughs> outfit, if parkour, you know, it's yeah, it's not gonna do anything for me at least there was one assassin's creed video i don't know who made it that had decent the most work. recent one i don't know with like yoan and i don't know a bunch of french people that one was there's some stuff yeah Dude, it was really well shot i think that was devin Supertramp actually filmed that oh okay. most he did yeah. um but by the way do you remember that older video it was like a parkour like a free-running video game and they were like battling they had points pop up Oh, and they were like those super sketchy guys. They were all of their movement was super sketchy, and I'm just like, dude, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. They did some of their stuff was so super dope, and I don't, I don't even know how they got themselves to do it, especially with their skill level. Like, just looks so sketchy. I'm like, dude, why is someone like with that technique trying that? (laughs) But it was something I'd never seen before. Just super stoked on it. Yeah, Yeah. it was was, was a cool. I think the Jason Paul recent video was the best example of doing something. Not that that is could be spun as gimmicky if you didn't execute it the right way, and they executed it in a way that made it better than you know. Got that Red Bull money, dude. Gimmicky. Yeah, they were like, and there was a lot like, of all these dope obstacles on a train, and there was some cool moves in there, like the double flyaway last year. Dude, the Trip Kong. I mean, that was pretty sweet. Trip that was Kong. nice. It was there was, some, there was some cool stuff, and it was kind of just fun because. There was all the foreign cast was like in there, so people, yeah. you know, Pasha was the villain or whatever. Some of it was um, really creative in the way that they like actually built the obstacles to make it seem like they were doing game moves. So, yeah. Props to them on that one. No props to some <laughs> other people. Everybody else. Everyone else. <laughs> um, I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing to have a gimmick, but it's really hard to execute. It's so obvious when you're just, just in some, like, rented Halloween costume <laughs> and you're just doing, like, regular-ass shit, you know? But it's not necessarily – it's not a good image for parkour. It's, like, kind of feeding into, like, what all those hecklers are coming insane at us, saying to us, you know? It's just, like, dude, try to, like, show people a different way. You know, show people, like, well, the image that you want people to be portrayed with parkour, you know? That you want they, them to- might be what they want, and that's so fine. But I, I totally see what you're saying. Like, they're not contributing to freerunning culture as much as they're contributing to mainstream culture. But they're not creating and out good knowledge of what parkour is by doing that, really. You know, they're just kind of like, all right, now people are just going to think of the, oh, you're a Mario jumper. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you ever do parkour in a Mario suit? Dude, if someone says it to me, I'm punching them in the face. They're getting punched immediately. Get a warm hand to the face. <laughs> I might give them a slap so I don't break my hand, and you can knock someone out with a slap. Yeah, you know. You've seen some slap videos on YouTube. You can knock someone right out. Um, we've been talking for a solid amount here. Maybe it's time to get some fan questions. Some, some fan questions. Fan questions always take longer than they should anyhow, so yeah, let's, let's dive right in. Do, what do you, you want to start with mine? Let's start with yours. It's the only one, really. I didn't post about anything. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Um, we did this kind of last minute, so 
We probably won't wait too many. All right, we got uh, Mark Michonne. I don't know. If Mark Michonne. He actually ran the Tempest Games. Oh, that's right. Like he was the coordinator. Awesome dude, by the way. I think like he is a CrossFit coordinator for a long time, and then he had enough experience with that that he was able to put the Tempest Games event together and referee things and yeah, set sure. up the timers. Like as as well as um, it could have been executed. I mean, there's some thing, ways to improve. We were all in, there, hot, in the hot sun for a little bit longer than we wanted to be. He did a really good job, I would say, that whole event. Yeah, definitely. Well, anyways, this question. Um, how do you keep your knees healthy for longevity in parkour? Damn, son. <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with right now. Dude, joint My rotations, knees. rolling, like strengthening. I mean, Everyone's probably going to be quad dominant. Focus, yeah. Work on your glutes and hamstrings. Stretch. And most importantly, don't ever land shitty. The reason why most people are getting injuries, I think, and why I uh, had overuse injuries, um, I don't think my form was like too off point. But Just don't be loud. If it was more on point, then I wouldn't have had... If I was recruiting my hamstrings and glutes instead of kind of allowing my flexibility to just kind of sink into like these you know, positions, um, I don't think I would have had a knee issue this year. Yeah. So... Make it a huge point. I, this is my experience, at least, is I'm finding that you have to retrain your, your muscles to be recruited in the right way, right way. It might look right. My landings didn't look bad, I don't think. But I was still recruiting the wrong muscles to execute a landing, and that's why I had overuse injuries in my knee. I think that you've been you're focusing on like squeezing your butt and making sure every time you land that you're focusing on that. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot lately, and... And I've been liking it. I, I feel like the, the 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 jump feels a lot better. I'm not. I'm trying to like sit into my landing as opposed to like use my quads to stop me from going too far forward. You know. Yeah. You gotta avoid that sheer force on your knee. You gotta have flexible hips and ankles, so stretching and stuff is helpful for that. And you gotta make sure you're strong enough to do the techniques that you're doing. A lot of us, especially the young folks, like teenagers and. Um, and people that are new to the sport even, I would say in general, they might be able to jump distances. Like you can run and jump like 15 feet if you're like kind of athletic, but if you can't absorb the impact on the other end of that, that's when you might get you know in trouble. And it was certainly an issue for me a little bit in the first year and a half of my training was just being not strong. Like I was probably strong enough, but I just didn't apply the strength to my landings in a way that I needed to. So make sure you're strong for, for parkour, but... Let's see what Dylan says. He's what do you jump, think, Dylan? Dylan jumps real good. I'd I, mean, wanna... I, I found that it's mostly lifestyle stuff for me that gets knee issues going up. I mean, I've never really had bad knee issues. I have been lucky, I guess. Or Same I, here, just, I haven't I've, had knee issues. I don't know. So I've just been able to keep it at bay, but I, I, I did have a little bit of Osgood Slaughters, um, which is where the... Um, what is it, that tendon? The kind of, tendon. It comes off of that, uh, the bone, and then it develops, like, some bone, like, underneath, in between the tendon and the, the bone to, spill, to fill that space. Um, but actually, the only thing that I needed to do was stretch my quads. My quads are, like, really big, and, like, they go down into <laughs> my knee. They're pretty large. Like, they actually, like, encroach upon, like, my knee space, <laughs> and they just, like, really pull and... So if I don't stretch out my quads, 
um, at night. I might have some knee issues, mostly with like a little bit of clicking. Um, other than that, I've never really had any problems, and it's I've noticed when those minor problems come up, it's mostly lifestyle, like just sitting too long, um, not Dude, opening up my sitting hips. is the new smoking. Oh, yeah, dude, not so like bad. stretching at night. Just like check your posture. That the that like the posture is actually huge. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, a lot of people, especially people that sit a lot at computers or whatever it is, the posture is killing your ass muscles. You're just yeah, like turning them off by sitting on them all day, and most of the time you're hunched over and it's fucking with your hips tilting the wrong way, and then that's how you get deactivated posterior chains and stuff like that. Do some research. Yeah, I'm just, not smart enough to really explain it. But keep, keep Go into the mirror, turn sideways. If you're hunching over, don't do that anymore. <laughs> like, you need to focus on, on what better posture. It's, it's going to make you feel a lot um, better. I, guess I, really I feel like actually focusing on posture is helping my jump. Changes. It's been helping lifestyle. my jump. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I've noticed I don't like... Yeah, definitely sitting is a big one. Um... Let's see, what was it, the other one that I was thinking of? Diet, maybe. I mean, yeah, diet, definitely. Like, not drinking enough water is a huge one. If you don't have, like, lubrication in your joints, um, which comes down to having water and, you know, mm -hmm. good, like, fats and stuff like that, um, you're not going to have the lubrication that you need to be able to absorb landings. And um, Try some fish oil, man. I've heard, I'm not heard things certain about fish that fish oil... Does play a role in I mean, that. What do, have you heard anything about like chondrosamine and like MSM stuff like that? Chondrosamine, like other, I've like, heard is joint a good one for stuff, you know? um, joint health. Um, but yeah, mostly water. Drinking a lot. Yeah. Most people don't drink enough water. That one, if you just drink more water, like two or three more cups a day than you are right now, you're gonna be a more healthy person. You're gonna have better jumps. You're, gonna be, <laughs> you, you're just gonna find that that's such and guess an what easy kind solution. of water. Oh yeah. Let's talk about There's that. a couple of things we can add to that. Yeah. The, the, that RL. Shout out to the RL. Reverse osmosis. This has been recommended to us by a few of our close nutritionist friends. Uh, reverse osmosis. You can get at a lot of grocery stores. And what you want to do is add salt or other like mineral. Um, there's like mineral things you can buy. I forget what it's I called. go the extra mile. You do all kinds <laughs> of salts. I add three different types of salts to my water. Celtic. Celtic um, sea salt. Is Celtic, real salt, pink and Himal pink Himalayan. And those three have different mineral contents because they're from different parts of the earth. Um, and so I'm getting like all kinds of different... It's it's actually kind of what you might call like an energy water. Like a yeah. true energy water. It's like an electrolyte. It's like it, actual like Gatorade. Real electrolytes, real minerals that are actually going to help you get energy. And, um, and it's cheaper than Gatorade and it's not going to be bad for you. Exactly. So um, give that a try. Okay. You don't actually have, have to. Wait, can, can I do yeah. one, one more? Okay. Um, is like joint rotations when you're warming up before training. Uh, if you just start jumping and you're not warming up, it's going to suck. But one thing that's helped, anytime I actually take the time to do some warming up, which, which is good. Because I, I you know I it's it's hard. So you get to be stoked on training. You're just like, I want to go and start jumping on stuff. Sometimes you don't even feel like warming up. You're just like, I'm going to move but not super hard so that I warm up. Yeah. You know, but if you actually do some warm-ups, do some joint rotations, you're going to release that synovial fluid, which is that lubrication, and you'll find that your legs feel a lot better um, while you're training. And afterwards, yeah. like my ankles and stuff, 
now I've just been like doing rotations before I start. And it's exactly. That's so why I take better. a height drop right before I start training. Yeah. Just like just the sma- first thing get that I do. snowmobile fluid, smash just, that, squirt it out. Just smash that. It's like a gusher. Right. It's like out. a gusher, and you just squirt it out and just lubricate it. Anything above ten feet is good. Just go aim for that. Okay. <laughs> next question. Next question. Um. Let's see. Andrew Juntinen, I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> to big to piggyback off above, do you follow a daily slash weekly conditioning regimen? And if so, how do you determine what to do? I don't. Do you I follow don't. a daily or weekly thing? I mean, my main thing is rolling and stretching. That's like my only concern. I mean, I have trouble sticking to that. Um, but as long as I'm rolling and stretching, I generally feel good enough like yeah no. dude honestly like that's um, like, definitely it i keep goals in mind i'm like oh, he all right to know I wanna... about conditioning i mean i guess that's kind well, of well i was just gonna way. mention like rehab and stuff it's like there's definitely things that you can be working on and i find it super hard especially having a full-time job and you know to find the time to like i mean it takes at least an hour to be like rolling stretching rehab and doing all the body maintenance that's required to like keep yourself up and so it's, it's hard to like be like, all right, daily regimen, I'm just sticking to this. And I find every time I, I try to start one, I end up just going back and not doing it. And so if you're just conscious about, Here's, you know, I want to roll yeah. and I want to stretch, it's going to, those things are going to make you feel good. Sometimes I'll pick, I'll be like, I'm going to roll today, I'm going to stretch today, or I do both, depending on what's going on. Yeah, that's how I approach it mainly is I just try to get better at everything every day, just a little bit, or in general. Not every day, even, but like, if you looked at the, the, the graph of my life in general, it's just going up in the amount of stuff I'm I'm diligent about, or uh, or just good about. So yeah, I, I don't try to set take regimens. Little steps though, little steps. I've I've been in situations in my life where I was like, I gotta get shit on track, <laughs> and then I'm just like, I'm gonna do twenty minutes of wrists. <laughs> shit it I'm takes so long roll dude. out i'm gonna stretch i'm gonna eat this this and this and then yeah. if you add that kind of stuff onto your like daily routine all at once you're gonna poop out and you're not you're yeah. gonna drop it it's what i noticed is if i just focused on one thing i'm just yeah. like okay i'm gonna start eating better you know yeah and i just like focus on that for like a month Eventually, it Until becomes a habit. It. it becomes a habit, yeah. and then you don't have to think about it again. And That's then you can I'm move saying, on to something yeah. else. You can just be like, exactly. okay, now I want to get my stretching unlocked. Yeah. I want to do that every night. Yeah, I, that's what I, I think tried that's to, was trying really to get good at. Psychological make thing. permanent lifestyle changes Yeah, that are small enough that they're permanent. Yeah, Like, don't diet. Just fucking start eating better, and then eventually you don't think about it, like you just said. Um, so actually, he asked he asked about conditioning specifically, and I'm pretty sure conditioning is specific to the heart and like raising your heart rate. So I want to make sure that that's correct. <laughs> yeah, aerobic conditioning. What you can do, like, you can do heart heart conditioning. You also, I, maybe, I feel like when I don't know if he's asking about that. If you are asking about conditioning in terms of like aerobic, or in, we don't endurance. really do that a whole lot. We don't lot. really do aerobics. We, I'm, but if you're, we've, we've mentioned it I don't on think several he podcasts. I think he's probably referring to more strength conditioning. We've talked about it a bunch but, of times, so let's not get into it again because it's a, it's on a bunch of stuff we've done, but squats and deadlifts are like your main bread and butter lifts. Get strong fucking legs and find out how to do really good form on everything. That's all I would say. Yeah. And activation. Um, 
Dude, also, like, yeah. something I've realized from Ken uh, through rehab, it's like I feel like sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm going to do an ankle workout today, and, and then it th- that alone takes, like, so like 30 minutes just to do that, and I'm like, all right, now I have to do all this other stuff. But it's just, like, firing those muscles and getting those, those muscles fired. You don't have to do, like, as much as you would think, you know, as long as you're consistent about it. So you do it, like, every other day, and you just do it enough to you're like, all right, I feel the burn. I'm good. You're, like, conditioning and stuff. Or rehab. You know, like, you're not doing, like, high weights for sh- shoulder rehab. You're just, like, doing, like, whatever, a band of some sort. And you're just getting those those things to fire and basically making them remember what they're supposed to do. Yeah. All right, let's move on to another question. Um, well, f- first of all, this is just a comment uh, from Eric Price. Remember last week he called us assholes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He said, sorry for calling you assholes. He's got all these hearts in here. <laughs> oh, now he's not a dick. And I second the knee thing. There's so, so much knee talk. Everybody <laughs> loves the knees. Dude, it's because everyone's jumping off of roofs. <laughs> no, I don't think it's even that. I think it's, for some people, like Dylan, it's maybe a little bit, um, he has good body mechanics, maybe without thinking about it as hard. But you really need to think about what you're doing. And landing with... Like, every time you do parkour, you should be getting stronger. Like, think of your parkour as training as a workout sometimes, which means you have to, but a workout where you're training the right muscles. So sometimes you have to sacrifice, especially for a while, or this can be one of those things that you focus on for just making a permanent change, is not allowing yourself to have shitty landings ever. Like, I would let myself have shitty landings when I was going big, because I'm like, I'm just going big right now, so, and that's like when you need it the most. Um, you know, it's, it's important to not, to make a habit of perfect training. Definitely. You know, um, a useful tool would be to use your cell phone if you have one and just like film yourself on some landings and not even just landings where you're like, all right, I'm going to jump from this wall, to this wall, maybe to do like a run and finish it with a jump and just film like that jump. So you can kind of see how you actually do your jumps. And it, I would think that anytime I've watched myself, in the video, I, I learned from it, you know, like just studying your own movement. I feel it's really important to, you know, practice visualization and stuff. Study it, feel it, yeah, make sure you're feeling feel good. It. Like, you know when you did a bad one. You know when you made a loud sound. You know when you just took it into your joints. Yeah. And you know, you might not know though sometimes, like if you're flexible like I was, I would just let my knees shoot forward because I had really <laughs> flexible ankles on my yeah, landings. Just punching people just, with those It knees. would help me get a landing that was like higher or further away because I could just sick sink my hips really up into my ankles or whatever. Yeah. So just be really conscientious. Like you can't let your knees um shoot forward. You have to keep, you know, your your knees relatively stationary and have your butt come down to your heels. Basically. I feel like if like you sit want sit down in that chair, use use your your posterior chain more. If you wanna if you really want to have sustainable training, watch videos of Vinny Coriel and just practice landing like that. <laughs> All the time. Just or Dylan, just watch videos. Just watch videos of those guys. Max Henry, just watch them land and land like that every time. <laughs> you know, don't let yourself do a shitty landing. Yeah, another thing it, is people are gonna do it, but your, just really your own focus body on mechanics. It. Like Brian was saying, his issue was ankles. For you, it might be something else. Like you might have collapsed arches. You might have your knees. Your knees might like to go in. Yeah, like that's a big one that I see in a lot of. Like kids that come through our programs and um, just people that I see training in general, they've got wobbly knees on the landing or they've got knees that go in 
that one is huge. If you are yeah, if you are landing, you gotta be having those knees out a little bit. That puts your um whatever tendon that is on the side, it puts it in like a really strong place if your yeah. knees are a little bit out from your um, feet. And um never in always out. <laughs> okay, well, well, we've well, talked about, like so talk about knees so, so much. Knees. I'm sure people will ask about knees again, and we can address even more of our thoughts just, on Eventually, knees. like, well, 40 high drops from now, we're just going to be like, don't land shitty. Yeah. <laughs> and then that'll be, like, we'll move I on. I mean, you have to, like, you have to listen to your body, you know? Like, listen to your body if your your knees are hurting. Shut like, up about your knees. Okay, Stop. Okay. We're done. Stop. You're fine. <laughs> no more knees. Okay. Um, we've got Alan Alenko. Any tips you would have on doing well shot at POV videos? Given your experience with Baker Blog, put it in your mouth and jump. Um, yeah, honestly, <laughs> I well, I'm gonna put out a little tutorial at the end of once I film this last Baker Blog, which I don't know when is gonna happen. Um, yeah, so I'll I'll give I'll give you an idea of how I made that mouth mount. Everyone's been asking me. I've gotten like three private messages a day about how I made my mouth. But dude, out. how do you but, edit the video, bro? <laughs> no, honestly. <laughs> I figured it out. It was ridiculously easy. Brandon made one. I showed him how to do it. Yeah. Um, as far as the actual filming goes, I literally just put this mouth mount in my mouth. I turn it on. I just press record, and I start jumping around on shit. I'm not, like, a super film savvy. I just, like, I do the bare minimum to get my footage out there. <laughs> I've always been that way. And uh, You better step it up. So, yeah, I don't... I don't have any like specific suggestions about actually how to film it. Just do cool stuff and ha wear a mouth mount. <laughs> yeah, the mouth. Yeah. It's the mouth mount is definitely super nice. simple. Pretty explanatory. You're not getting any other angles with the mouth mount. It's just gonna be in your I mouth. Mean, I mean, you yeah, can wait for the somewhere. tutorial, but basically all you need is a zip tie and a mouth guard. Yep. <laughs> and the the GoPro mount that it comes with is all good. Yeah. It's super easy. So keep an eye out for that. I'll. Uh, I'll post it on my page and whatnot. All right. Anyways, moving on. Last question. We've got Eric Rubin. Okay, it looks like... I think we, he gave this question last time and we didn't get to it. Okay. Um, how do you categorize parkour skills in your mind and in your teaching? For example, people often talk about categories like swinging, vaults, and jumps... Other people have more unusual categories like approach skills or hips forward skills versus head forward skills. Oh, I've never thought of those last two like that. Hips forward versus head. I kind of I'm think not, about it in more I don't, I don't different create, ways. Sometimes. I don't categorize moves like that. Yeah. Like it just. just oh. I do sometimes. I mean, I don't really categorize them to think about, but there's. I've noticed things sometimes. I'm lo I notice. I try to make connections between different movements and realize why those are the same. Yeah. So that some movements seem easier. Like palm flips are same to me as like a con gainer. They're just like an easier progression. Yeah. Or uh, any any movement where you're like pushing like that is. Yeah, I was I was working on like cast backs, palm flips, con gainers. Yeah. Cody's on the trampoline. You do any worm casts? Oh, yeah, worm cast. Worm They're kind of fun. Um, so there's some movements that are, yeah, just super similar. I don't know. I'm not sure There's, like, exactly the split step. I, like, I think of, like, some movements as split steps. Yeah. When you're doing a Kong or a dive Kong, like, when you're trying to, like, do -do, like blast your, your body forward and upward. Generally, always split stepping. 
Yeah, not generally. I mean, sometimes you have a running jump, which is just off of yeah. one leg, or you have a plyo where you're actually bringing yeah. your feet together. Well, those are definitely mechanically a lot different. Yeah. As far as, like, standing jumps versus plyos versus split-step takeoffs versus running jumps. Mm-hmm. Like, all three, all four of those are going to be definitely different. I mean, you're, you're going to be doing, like, similar things, like activating your glutes and your hamstrings and whatnot. Um, but they're definitely... Um, you can't just categorize that as jumping. Yeah. You know, they're all definitely different, and you have to approach them differently. Yeah, I totally agree. But, like, uh, if you get... I think, yeah, the the things that I, like, like, I try to get at are chest to knees, like, forward rotation, and as far as, like, flips go, and knees to chest, like, that's all you really need. <laughs> and then, like, looking left if you want to get into twisting or whatever. Those are, like, really basic skills that if you're really good at, then most flips will come easy to you, the flipping part at least. Like, a palm flip is scary to some people, but if you have a really confident going knees to your chest or a castaway or something, it's not really that scary. You're like, all right, I'm just going to – I'm casting, and then I just bring my knee – like, I do my my tuck motion, my backflip motion. Yeah. Like, backflips and, like, front flips – Whatever it is, like backflips on the ground to me are not very similar to um, a lot of like, or not similar, but they're just, they're, they don't really think of backflips as like, oh, that's a, that's its own like isolated technique. I think of spinning backwards over my head as a very important technique for other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for that, I really think of like this set is, if you can, if you can be calm in your set, it's going to make everything a lot easier. You know, obviously, if you have a tight tuck, like bring your knees to your chest. But if you're if you're not rushing through your set, you're able to get to you're going to be able to perform the technique a lot better. I feel. You know, like if you're doing a standing back tuck, if you just throw your like jump and tuck your knees, like you're not going to be able to get as much height. You know, so I think it like depends. Like obviously, those are both different things that you need to focus on. I guess it's really hard to try to categorize things like that. You know. I mean, yeah. I can see how they make sense. I mean, I think it's silly. I don't know. I, I think the idea of, like, com- like categorizing things as, like, swings. approach skills and other things. I don't like, even know what that means, approach skills. Like, I feel like I'm always and approaching stuff, movement. dude. The thing oh, is, like, as long as, as your hip forward stuff makes a little more sense because it's, like, body mechanics. Yeah, for sure. If you're opening your hips in the same way for a lot of different movements, but... I think as long as you're making it clear what you're talking about, like, in your teaching, you're very specific about what you're teaching. Like, if you're teaching a tap swing... Like, oh, yeah. yeah, sure. That's like that's like a t- one type of swing. As long as you're clear about like this is how you, this is a tap swing. You use it for this kind of swing or this type of movement. Mm-hmm. Versus like this is maybe like a lache or an underbar. These are kind of their differences. Yeah, you can just call them swings. It's not well. I can, I can see I can see it, but it, I wouldn't like I wouldn't have a teaching program where I was trying to categorize things like that because you can get into you know the sitting dash prees that we like doing. Yeah, like that. It's Kind of similar to an underbar, foot forward like your yeah, foot forward <laughs> skills. You know, like you know, yeah. you're, you're Actually, jumping decent, your feet. Are, but that's it's a decent point, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if you like, if you worked on just foot forward skills, for example, for one yeah. day, you might get good. Like I, I was actually, um, I was doing that today a little bit. I was doing like some weird underbar precisions, mm-hmm. um, and I was doing the dash prees, and what was the other one? Uh, I was doing some some stuff where my feet were forward, and I was experimenting with like how I can create situations where I'm not totally blind because those mm-hmm. underbar pre's and those dash pre's a lot of times 
you got your feet just like right in front of your vision. Yeah. Or so the really far drop. I was experimenting with like Lashley going breeze. in with like wide legs and then bringing them together right at the end for that precision. So I think it's I think it's, it's helpful question. to to think about skills in that way and like really f- buckle down on like an area like a certain body mechanic. Yeah, yeah. like um, you were so you were saying something about like I like, think just people don't have comfort on their palms. A lot of people mm-hmm. just having your full body weight in your hands is such like. People don't do enough stuff like that. And then they're doing Kongs, but their Kongs are never going to get past a certain point if they don't really have confidence in jumping and then blocking and stuff like that. Which, yeah, it's for a Kong, but it's also for the palm flip if you're interested in that. For the Kong gainer, which is obviously a progression of a Kong, but um, there's like the anything where you're pushing on stuff with your palm, like blocking. I think I I like to think of it more as, as... whatever not the other way i guess not the vaults lashes and stuff but how does my body move like what is does it feel the same obviously a speed vault doesn't feel like a kong vault at all mm-hmm. but like a kong vault feels a lot like a palm flip in certain ways um obviously one's like a little different and like vertical instead of horizontal but you're still blocking your feet and you're going you. over your head <laughs> yeah but i mean i think palm flips i don't know why i keep going to palm flips but <laughs> they they aren't as scary if you think about them as just like, oh, I'm pushing my... I know how to block my hands. I've done that. And I know how to backflip. Or, you know, monkey gainers. Yeah, for sure. I I totally get it from, like, a confidence point of view. Like, I think that helps you. With, like, the with the with like my example with the dash yeah. pre and the underbar pre, I can see how some movements, if you're, like, focused on that and you've been doing one of them a lot, if it's similar enough, even though it's a different technique... Or it's called something different, mm-hmm. you know. It could actually give you the confidence to be able to do it, especially in like a real life scenario. If you're like, "Well, I have to do this right now. I've been doing this a lot." Yeah, it's not exactly the same. I th- but I totally. Agree. If I just like trust myself and do actually like the more I'm thinking about, it, I'm getting stoked on like the idea of a foot forward movement. You know, that <laughs> sounds really ridiculous to me. No, first. it's cool. I think it, it the drop kick over yeah. to everything. Because, like yeah, you clicks your feet with one thing, it clicks with everything else. Your feet should be in front of you every, for so many yeah. techniques. Yeah. Like, you should just be, like, I've realized that that's... Exactly. Being good at, like, caterboards. Yeah. Just being comfortable putting your full feet in front of you, your weight's coming in really far back behind mm-hmm. you, but you're coming in hot, like, on a caterboard. Yeah, that gives you so, so much, much more confidence for even a dash pre. Yeah. It's just, like, I know how I can put my feet in front of me and, like, just land on shit all the time. And, like, then when you do a calm precision, basically, you're, like, all I have to think about is that blocking... And yeah. then I know I'm really good at my feet coming forward and just dealing with that. Something yeah. I've been wanting to work on is like having a, a wall that's, it's, you know, let's just call it like six feet, you know, something you're not going to get hurt from if you don't make it, but overshooting and undershooting at like different angles and being able to like do the cat as yeah. my board, like I pop back into a cat or I like, oh shit, I have too much and then be able to turn and actually grab. So if you're like on the edge of a building or whatever, you know, you could actually get comfortable just practicing those bailouts. I'm going to start calling Kongs. Foot forward. Double, I'm going to start calling double Kongs, like Kong Dive Kong. <laughs> so the, because that's what they are, man. <laughs> All right, it's let's a, not get into a, terminology. It's a Kong Dive Kong. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to call it a block, foot, hands forward. Stop. <laughs> okay. Um, well, thank you for your question, Eric. That actually spurred some thoughts that in my head. Interesting. Um, Actually, there was one other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I got tagged in this. It was from... You guys did that hype drop 
or the podcast with Natalie. Oh yeah, and Natalie. Um, Trey or Natalie, whatever. <laughs> Natalie. Whatever. I said I mean, it wrong. That's her name. Natalie. I said, I said it wrong on the podcast. Okay. Like three times. Well, anywho, um, Trey asked a really interesting question that didn't get answered on that podcast. Oh yeah. And um, it's actually, I think it's a really enlightening question. Yeah. Um, so here goes. Uh, why do we need gender-specific naming conventions for people who do parkour? If you were a baseball player, people would call you a baseball player. No gender specifics needed. Do you feel the gender-specific name creates a harmful distinction between the skill sets of male and female parkour practitioners? Well, I don't ever use Trasus, so... I've always thought it was silly. I always thought I, it was silly, too. And I, I feel hate, like, it was... like, whenever I've tried to, like, write about parkour, <laughs> and I have to get to that point where I'm like, Trasur or Trasus, like, yeah. that point is just always super frustrating for me. I'd like to be able to call... Anybody who does parkour, one thing. I just call them parkour practitioners. Like yeah, athletes. Which is annoying because it's yeah, hard to it's say. Annoying. God, it's so hard to say. needs to change. Just, yeah. We're it's, sick it's of saying parkour. <laughs> We're sick of having to say par- practitioner afterwards because you can't say parkour. Because that say sounds parkour, even worse. Parkourist. Parkourista. Parkourista is. I, like I hate that, that word too, though. Because that's well, what. Let's get back to it. Like, why? Well, what's with the gender specific stuff? Like, um, why is that important? At is there all? any other sports? That I think have it, that? it comes down to maybe like just French in general. Like, oh, well, I don't have like the I, male and female I don't think, specific. Yeah, I, names I think that that's what it was. I think it started just because that's yeah, what they that just called sense. it back in the day when people didn't know shit about it. Well, not back in the day. I think the language necessitates <laughs> well, no, yeah, sure. feminine and masculine but, like, forms. Before they realized that, like this could have even caused some sort of a problem. Like no, it. They, they're not realizing no, no, anything. No. Like, you have to say... No, I know, amigo, amigo. <laughs> I know how, like, I, I know, but it's just like... All right. But that, I mean, just... I think if just, that's the case, though, then they, they, there's no... Well, there's we no just fault. carried the name over because we were just like, we don't have a word for it. We're just going to call everyone a trusser because we don't have a name. Oh, we're yeah. just going to stick with the French one. And since we don't have one, we're just going to call them trusses. I mean, well, freerunners have been adopted as, like, it's a multi... It, I, don't it sucks free is, I don't mind free runner, but I don't. Even though I feel like I'm more of a free runner than a pure parkour person, I like. I feel I like parkour. Like I'm, like that's just more in my heart is like parkour. I don't know why, but all right. Well, we don't have an umbrella just, term though. It's yeah, annoying. It's, you know, let's like, come up with something real quick. When I okay, when 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 I post this on this podcast on my Facebook or whatever, or if you want to just comment on SoundCloud directly. Let us know. What do you think is the best way to refer to a parkour athlete? Do you parkour think, practitioner? Wait, we didn't really get to the question, though. Do you actually think it's harmful that there's two different distinctions? I don't think anyone... There's not a lot of people who use Trasur and Trasus very much. Yeah. I, I think feel it's like been it's kind of old school now. Well, a little OG. Like, it's pretty OG. Yeah, I think people have strayed away from that a little bit. I think... Calling people just free runners yeah, or yeah. practitioners or whatever. And I think that's cool. I would like a name. I don't mind. Why can't we just call everybody Trasor? I mean, maybe that's like French. It just doesn't. Why not just Tracer? Well, like... Tracer. <laughs> I would say that I totally agree. I don't think it's actually a real problem, but it. I don't. I mean, it might be. It might be actually. I mean, I hope it's. I hope it's steer a girl away. There from is there, to like if you think of a Traceuse instead of a Traceur then you might associate like them not doing the same stuff um, just based on like the sample that we have is like there's not first of all a lot of Trace 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 Damn it I don't know Trace the plural for Trace 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 
<laughs> so I think it could be harmful in a little bit of a way if um, if you know if someone becomes really famous and de defines like certain ideas about what a tracus is, and then you're just I don't know it could it could could be a bad thing to have. Well, I'm never gonna say it again. This is the last time I'm gonna say it. Tresus, <laughs> you heard it. You heard the last time. one. He said it. Not gonna happen again. No, okay. Um, is that is that a wrap, boys? I think it may be a wrap. It might be a wrap. Uh, Thank you for listening to High Drop, test number eight. <laughs> this is just a test. This, this is, is just a sound a, check. Just a sound this check. It's the world's longest sound check. Hear my teeth. <laughs> And on that. Whose teeth are louder? Hold up. Go go nuts. Ouch. Ooh, those are deep. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't just chip a tooth. Yours, yours didn't register too loud, Dylan. Little baby lines. Well, I'm a little bit further away from the mic, so give me a break. Give him, we'll we give him an amplification. All right. We out. All right, you Tracy. Heart drop. Heart drop.